Walk in Your Excellence. I'm your host, Sean Larry, and thanks for listening to this week's episode of Walk in Your Excellence. So, season one, we did a lot of interviews. They were inspiring, they were funny, they were thought-provoking, and that's the true foundation of what Walk in Your Excellence is. But now... We are going to do something a little bit different. I have a bunch of different guests coming in to have hot topic conversations about what's going on in the world, about their professions. And you're not just going to hear one person. You might hear two. You might hear three. You might hear four. This season of Walking Your Excellence is truly going to change your life. I've invited some really good friends to come on the show. They are from the Saturday Morning Wake Up Show. We are talking about radio and television today and how it has impacted the world that we live in and how we receive and interpret information. Today, we have two amazing guests, the Bowtie Bit and the August Styles and special shout outs to Bills from the, C- the CEO of the Saturday Morning Wake Up Radio Show. He couldn't be here today to join the conversation, but last week I was on their show and it was absolutely amazing. If you are not listening into it, you are silly. You got to tune in every Saturday morning to the critically acclaimed and one of my favorite Saturday morning radio shows. I'm excited for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about them and to chat about some hot tap- topics today. So what's up, guys? Hey, hey, what's going what's on? Up? Good morning. Good morning, morning. Welcome. <laughs> well, first, thank you guys for, for coming on the show. Um, I know that you're about to do your show on, sat- on this Saturday morning. I appreciate your time today. Uh, I want you guys first to start telling us who you are. Why don't you kick us off, Ben? Oh, uh, man, it's your man, Bowtie, Ben, man, <laughs> uh, from the Saturday morning wake up show, man, SMW Radio, 90, 98.9 Listen SMW Radio. Uh, <laughs> I'm still a little hungover, so bear with me, people, man. It's just been a, it's been a rough night for your boy, man. Yeah, I'm in, I'm, we in the building, though, man, Saturday morning wake up show. We got my girl, August Styles here, part of the Saturday morning wake up show and the beauty cave, so don't miss them yes, guys, man. Yes, They're definitely. definitely dope, man. Well, introduce yourself, girl. Hey, how y'all doing? It's August Styles. Good morning. We're here waking it up. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Walking in excellence, right? Yeah, all, day, all day, every day. It's nice to be here. Yeah, I appreciate it. So I want you guys to, to take me back, right? There's a bunch of y'all who are who do the show. A mm-hmm. bunch yes, of different components. It's like 18, 30, yeah. 30,000 of us. So I want you to tell me, I guess, like, how did you all meet? How did you all get into radio? Talk to me a lot about that. Uh, you. Okay, so I can start. I met Bills at work. I worked um, with ACS as a child protective specialist. He was the police officer there. He's still the police officer there. Mm. Um, And he told me about a different radio show that he had previously. Um, He took a break from that, and then he had an idea to come up with the Saturday morning wake-up show. I was just in the background in the beginning. I wasn't actually a host or anything. I was just supporting, helping to promote, putting on Instagram, Mm -hmm. doing short videos while we were while they were sitting down um and then eventually i became a host and here i am (laughs) got august styles (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh it's so funny because me and bill we were at um we were at this school called uh mn mnn i always mess that up Mm. um and they teach you how to do videography and stuff like that so we were doing that and we were going to uh, host like a TV show, and um, he did his uh, his old show live, and I I was the producer and I produced the show for him. So he was like, "Oh man, we, um, I'm thinking about doing an, another radio show. You know, you'd be great for it." I was like, "I, I never did radio right. before. I, you know, TV is fine. I never mm-hmm. done radio." So he was like, "Nah, you'd be dope. It's just TV without the cameras." I was like, "All right, let's you know, but let's do it." So you know we around a few names and he came up with Saturday morning wake up so from there it was over it was originally just four of us 
And now, like I said, it's about 18,000 of us, man. Yeah. We had two of everything, though. We had two females, yep. two guys, two DJs. Right. That, that's, and it's just kept it going. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I heard a couple of things I'm definitely going to touch on in a little bit. I heard Child Protective Services, so you yeah. know I definitely have to uh, ask you some questions about that. Um, but first, I love, like... I love asking people about their names, their, especially their nicknames. I'm not going to talk about my nickname. I have it in season one. I'm not doing it in season two. Don't get excited. My family knows it. Uh, some of my close friends uh, know that they can't use it. But tell me how you got the Bowtie Ben name. And then, August, I want you to tell me about your name. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, right now, because like I said, it's hot as the devil's butt crack outside. I'm not wearing one. But normally, that's part of my attire. Bow tie, suspenders, hat, stuff like that. So everybody would call me, he's like, you know, B&B or stuff mm-hmm. like that. So one lady was like, Bow tie, Ben, where you coming from? And I was like, <laughs> I like, I like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so so that, that became my handle on everything, Bow awesome. tie, Ben. Nice. And I just went with it. Awesome. All good? Well, I was helping a friend with a website. Okay. Um, I didn't want to, I was trying to help promote him on Facebook, and I didn't want to use my own name. I wanted to be anonymous. Mm. So I was like, I was trying to think of a name, and I was like, everyone, what's some months that can turn into names? Right. Everyone uses April, yeah. so June, mm-hmm. May. I was like, August, that's a cool name, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how would it flow? August Styles, yes. <laughs> It was it. random. I love it. I love it. Shout out to my uh, one of my best friends, January. If you're listening, uh, she has obviously January. January yeah. Um, and her last name is Brown, which is interesting. Okay. January Brown. Nice. Um, so I want I want you guys to tell me a little bit about like how you how you balance, right? Because I know that I struggle with this. Uh, you operate a show every Saturday morning, and it's live, correct? Yes, it's right. live. Um, and of course, you probably have separate careers other than your, what you do on, a, on yeah. every Saturday, right. and you still manage to host a show live every week. Um, in total transparency, I mean, this is really hard. Like, I have a podcast, and mine is not live, um, not live yet, right? Uh, and, ha- and having a career that is so like taxing, it's the Monday, f- Monday through Friday sort of yeah. like routine, um, and then feeling separate, like what you do on Saturday feels a little bit separate from what you're doing Monday yeah. through Friday, right? But it's something that you're passionate about. How do you manage to do both the radio show and manage to like have a balanced per- professional and personal life? Well, I can start. Um, I'm actually in school mm. for my MSW. Nice. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's online, so that makes it easier. Okay. Uh, I have class. Well, homework is due Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I try to do my Saturday homework on Friday. Okay. Um, just in case we have something to do after the show. Um, besides that, I have to do an internship. So I do that on Mondays and Tuesdays. And then also I have to, um, I no longer work with ACS. I'm Mm -hmm. an ABA therapist, so I do behavioral therapy with autistic children. Mm. So I have two cases so that I won't get too overwhelmed. Um, By Wednesdays, I have my segments set because, like he stated, I also do the beauty cave um, after the Saturday morning wake-up show. So I'll have the segments already set. Mm -hmm. It works out perfectly because the girls have their segments and they'll send it to me, we'll meet, and I'll put it up, print it up, and send it to them, mm-hmm. email it. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the Saturday morning wake-up show, usually Ben does the rundown, so he'll email that, and I'll just do my research and be ready and set to go on 
the radio for Saturday. Nice. Wow. So I you just have, have to have a on. schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you like time management is like your thing. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Cool. What about you, Ben? Oh, man. So like professionally wise, I'm a IT uh, guy. So okay. I do IT and audio visual work. So my work day is usually pretty hectic. So mm. I try to get our topics and whatever out by Wednesday Thursday, the latest, okay. you know, because you want to get everyone chance to research whatever we're going to talk about and do what we do. But it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like now for mm-hmm. the summer, being that I work for, uh, I work for a Jewish university, mm-hmm. they're out for the summer, so there's okay. no classes. So I have a lot of time mm-hmm. to be able to research and stuff and do that. But Saturdays, it's not a, it's not a hard thing for me to do a Saturday because it's something that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. the research, I'll raw Peter to pay Paul. I I should be doing a, a image for a computer, but instead I'll be doing research for the show. Right, right, right. And then I'm like, I'll do that before I leave, like because <laughs> you know that's work. Right. But this is fun. This is love. Yeah, so I, yeah, I love yeah. to do radio. So I'll I mix the two well. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And where does like where does this passion come from for radio? Uh, Like, did you always think that you were going to be like, I'm going to be a radio talk show? No, no, hell no. Uh, (laughs) I'm like one of the biggest hams, and my son he has it honest too because he's like an even bigger ham than me. But like, I always knew I was going to do something entertaining. Mm. Never knew what, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I always wanted to be an actor, but I don't have the temperament because I don't have the patience for the, the BS that goes on. Right. So I, I stopped trying to do that. And then once the radio thing came, it was like, I could do this all day. Like, nice. I'm just sitting here talking smack. I can, <laughs> I can do this, I this in my sleep. Yeah, I can do this in my sleep. I, I talk smack in my sleep, literally. So, I, you know, I could do this all day, man. And, now it's just like I said, it's just, it's like second nature now. Yeah. So it's, it's it's fun. Yeah, and now August, you said you were in the background a little bit, and then you became a host. Yes. So what were you thinking? Talk to me about your journey. Um. So at first, I've I've never thought about being on the radio. Mm-hmm. I've always seen like my best friend. She's good with talking to people. Um. She's an extrovert. I'm in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've never thought about it, and I just it was a accident like somebody just wasn't there that day couldn't come that day and then somebody's running late and they were like styles we need you (laughs) (laughs) go on (laughs) and i went on and it turned out to be really good so they were like you know what just come on and i love it everything i love just speaking to people well we're not really speaking to people but they hear us you know and hearing the different opinions we have on different topics yeah nice nice so i uh, guess last week i was on the the saturday morning wake up show and there are a couple of awesome things that happened on the show many awesome things uh one that <laughs> was a little bit anxiety producing for me well there were two things <laughs> anxiety producing <laughs> things for me now that i think about it um but one of them we started talking about a show what show was that hip hop babies or oh hi- growing up hip hop growing up hip hop yeah. babies <laughs> you see and so I don't watch television at all. So when y'all brought that up, I was like, oh, damn. I hope they don't ask me no questions where I really have to, like, you know, pretend to watch these shows. Occasionally, you know, on a Saturday morning, I might throw on some Netflix. I might throw on television. Um, But I I love to read. So I, like, don't watch TV at all. Mm -hmm. I'd rather pick up a book. That's just who I've always been. Um, And so I don't keep up with these shows. So sometimes when I'm with my friends, I'm with my frat brothers, um, I'm with my best friend who I know is, like, a a Jill loves all these shows. Like, she Mm -hmm. lives religiously, like, will not enter a phone, do not disturb you know on thursdays (laughs) 
you know, these shows come on, I'm just like, okay. But um, I'm wondering what you think the value of like some of those reality shows, some of those, you know, love and hip hop, hip, growing up hip hop, um, you know, Atlanta Housewives, what value do those shows have? I know this is going to be a challenging question. <laughs> I know my guests want to know this too. Um, value. In <laughs> <laughs> that aspect, I would, because it's sometimes they're like, ratchet yeah but in that aspect in regards to growing up hip-hop what i like about it is that a lot of people play in the background of their parents Mm -hmm. um the preacher's kid plays in the background of the first lady and the pastor um and they have to develop their own and people judge them based off of their parents and Mm. i think like shows like growing up hip-hop it's these children are showing that i'm not just my parents and i have my own life and i can still have fun and i think that's the value of it Mm -hmm. because people judge what they see and they assume that these kids are perfect kids Mm. they're not perfect they're kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's what I think is the value of yeah. shows now, like that. Now, now Ben was in here. Y'all can't see him. He was shaking his head <laughs> when I asked about the value. The value. Well, like you, I don't watch any of those shows. Okay, I, I don't. I like. I it started. I watched. What the hell is that? The stupid flavor of love. Yeah, oh, I watched Lord. that. <laughs> you talking about time. like two thousand? Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> One time, and then I like I watch certain little shows, and they call reality shows, but there's no reality to right. them, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, there's no reality to them, so I choose not to watch the buffoonery. Yeah, because it's just people love to see a train wreck mm-hmm. for whatever the reason mm-hmm. is. They'll stop and watch a car crash, or and that's what these shows yeah. to me yeah. are. So. Something like that, growing up hip-hop, showing, all right, listen, this is the struggles of Mm -hmm. what children go through, being kids of famous people and showing that, you know, they're individuals. Okay, that I can can dig, I can watch that. And I know Angela Simmons put that together herself Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. produced it and did everything, came with the idea, and that's dope. But the rest of these, like these basketball wives, like honestly speaking, like, you know, Beautiful women, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure they're intelligent, and they ha- they got stuff going on. But yeah. what is the point? What yeah. is the purpose of them being on TV? Like, yeah. what did they do? Mm-hmm. Did they make a jump shot? Did they do any? Right, like, right. what are they? Why are they there? Yeah. So it, I can't watch silliness like that. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I no knock on it because you know right. people watch it every day. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, and what you said resonates with me because. They probably do got a lot of amazing stuff going on, right? right? But, but all they show them do is arguing and fighting. Yeah. Like same thing with was that uh, love and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All they show is the drama on these shows, and they don't show any. Like they show some productive stuff, but for the most part, they're fighting, they're carrying on, and I don't, I don't see none of the white people doing right, that, right. throwing this stuff. It's just us. So I just choose not to watch. Well, Housewives yeah. of New Jersey, they. Well, like Jersey white people, are like, <laughs> Jersey white people are like, they ain't like regular white people. Like, they, 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 they a little different over there. But trust me, I know. I love it. I love it. Oh man, so I so I get the liberty. Uh, Walking your excellence is my podcast. Is like create the vision, uh, get the guests, etc. Because it's only me, right? And I know a lot a lot of successful uh, podcasts who are doing a solo thing, and there are some who are doing multiple people, and like your talk show. Um, one of the drawbacks I think of being solo on this project is being solo, right? Like I don't, you know, I can sit and talk to myself and hope and pray that somebody <laughs> listens, right? But um, you know, I, that could be boring. That can be monotonous. That could, you know, not get any subscribers. Shout out to all my subscribers. We are racking up the numbers out there. I love y'all. Yes. Um, but 
I, I'm wondering, like, what are some of the challenges you guys face uh, working in, like, a large number? You know, mm-hmm. I know you said five, six, 1,800. Like, how, like, I can, I'm not a, like, I'm a people person. I'm not a collaborator. Like, I know that. I know that for a fact. As a principal of a high school, like, I know I'm not, I don't work well on teams. In high school, and college, <laughs> like, I was not that, per- I was the person, like, okay, we're going to do this. But right. you're in a... Uh, fraternity. I am in a. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get, so to get through, you got to do teamwork, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point. Yeah, okay. Good point. So, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure that out. I don't know. My fraternity. It still. It still was a little selfish. I love my line brother. I'm about to see you later, Tremaine. Shout outs. I love my fraternity brothers. I love my chapter. But when I got online, it was like I need to do this for me. Like I need to. I need to cross right. And mm-hmm. I was online for. I, Lord, I'm not going to st- tell you how many weeks, a very long time, and it was a tough process, and me and my LB finally made it through on April 7, 2007, Conflict chapter. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, and so it was sort of like, here's this goal, Sean, like, reach it. And like, mm. even if you have to drag people along with you, it still wasn't a very collaborative spirit. I'm working on it, Lord, okay. help me. I'm working on being <laughs> more of a collaborator, and I know when I need to step up and know when I need to step back. Mm. I just prefer, it's a preference, I prefer I to work alone. Were you the ace? I was the deuce. Oh, okay. Close. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was the deuce um, with the ace mentality. Right. That's <laughs> I was, why I asked. I was like, all right, LB, this is what we're going to do tonight to so make sure that we come out alive. Um, so, yeah, like I have a preference of working alone. Talk to me about some of the challenges you guys face. You take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, one, being that it's so many people, obviously, is so many different personalities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so many different schedules, and it's predominantly females. Mm. So when you have a cast that's predominantly females, you have to deal with if they're a mom, mm-hmm. you have to deal with whether mm-hmm. they have kids or not. Mm-hmm. If they're in a relationship, whether they have the crazy boyfriend or mm-hmm. the cool boyfriend or the supportive boyfriend or whatever, yeah, you gotcha. know, you got to deal with that. Uh, opinions. Everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about this and why don't we talk about that? Mm-hmm. And, but then when you go, all right, so send me some segments, no <laughs> one sends you a segment. Right. Like, it's, just, it's, it's funny <laughs> as hell. So, That's why I work alone. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, you have all of these these different uh, components that's working, and you have to gel them all together. So, you we try to have phone conferences. Right. You know, so we used to try to have phone conferences every Wednesday. So now you're trying to get like seven to eight people mm-hmm. on the phone mm-hmm. at one time, and that's, eh, yeah. don't, that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, you yeah. try to have your live, you know, sit downs, and you know, this person has this. It becomes really tricky. Okay. It becomes, and then you know when you do get to the show, it's only four seats. So mm. you know, it's who goes now? Like wow. who, who's 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 going to be on there from what time to what time? And mm. it became such a juggling process that we had to create a whole other show inside of a show, mm. so that everyone can be in and have their moment. Gotcha. So it can be very trying, like. Two people, three people, gold. You can do, yeah. 18 people, yeah. hard as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. What's your perspective, August? So, Ben always has something to say about the ladies. <laughs> Let me I tell you, men are so unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So you're lucky we have women on the show because we constantly have to go. Um, did you do this? Did you do this? Maya's in the back of green, y'all. I, I don't Maya. get. I, I don't. I don't get that call. They don't ask me. I don't know who she's asking. I, I text know. you. See, he's, men ignore mm. text. No, let's stop. <laughs> oh Lord, she's going there. Now we're going on to no, the next topic. Listen, the, no. the, the, the man bashing that goes on on our show is oh my God. You, you never get, and it's always geared towards me. Oh no. Guess it, why? Because I'm the one that, that shuts they crap down most of the time, or at least attempts to. Right. And, and, and no, I shut it down most times. <laughs> and it's always, it's fun though, because it's, it's fun. like, if you don't have that antagonist, what's your show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need, if you, I thought me, you need one person that knows how to needle everybody. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. thinks she's my antagonist. No, she, I'm, I'm the she, brat. I'm the little not. sister. I'm the brat. <laughs> she, 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 and I'm the, I'm the grandfather of the group. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, you just with your old ways. And I mean, you did talk about Flavor of Love. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> That that was the first. I was legit that was, a kid. That was that was the first uh, <laughs> dumb show that came out. So it was like, yeah, that, I, I saw I it. I was like, flavor flake. People actually, actually like, like him. Right? Like, ill. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm gonna say that out loud. But like, you have all these beautiful women, and I say I say it all the time, and I I don't care who doesn't like it because that's just who I am. Flavor Flaves looks like a stepped on roach. So, so who, all these beautiful women want Flavor Flav? Really? All of them. All really? Yeah. It he was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, no, <laughs> he, he doesn't. He has money. No, he, no, he doesn't. Back to 20 well, years ago. No, when you were watching not, the not show. Even, no, not even oh, then. Flavor Flav probably not, was. Not even then. That's why they made, like the that's why they 90s. made the show for him because he had no money. Well, he has mm-hmm. like 18 kids, which I can't understand that. <laughs> I just can't. Right, I'm here sorry. I am. I'm still single. Right. <laughs> he has like he has, he, and he actually. Well, you know, I used to live in the Bronx, so he actually lived on the Grand Concourse, not too far from me. So I would see him all the time, and like, I, I the fame <laughs> does things for people. It does right. because it makes people if, more attractive. If he was not famous. Would you really date him? A flavor flavor? Would you even be on a show with a guy like I that? I wouldn't date him. It's, when he's he famous. looks yeah. like. He looks like Shabba Ranks and, he is going and Grace Jones had a baby. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I love it. No, you're right, though. Fame does do, like, it changes. I don't know what it does. Mentally, maybe it changes people's perspective about you. Yeah, right. because a lot of women, they used to talk about how great Jay-Z looks. I don't knock, a, I don't knock right. the, you know, well, Not so I don't knock the next man. But right. he's... <laughs> I never looked at him as like, yeah, all right. You know, like I could say, you know, it's a nice looking dude right here, right. meaning yourself. But Appreciate it. That's true. But <laughs> that, that's, a, that's true. But right. like, Jay, I'm like, he's <laughs> in a quiet taste. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and has the baddest woman yes, in the business. Yes. See, How does that work? But see, now, I have a friend. I have a friend. Hassan, I know. Well, you ain't going to be listening, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, my man, Hassan. And he'll tell you. He, he, he'll tell you in a heartbeat. I'm... The ugliest dude alive. <laughs> He'll tell you in a heartbeat. But he stays with some of the prettiest women ever. Why? 
because he has extreme personality. That's good. Like he doesn't like you know you you kids. I'm sound like my father now. You kids say swag, <laughs> but he has mad charisma. Yeah. So for someone that has that much charisma and mm-hmm. that much, mm-hmm. you know, personality. Women flock to that, and he's right. funny as hell. Yeah. So he's like, "Yo, you got to be funny if you're gonna be this ugly." Like you got, and, like, this, and this is his words. This isn't my words. He's like, "Yo, you got to be funny because people are gonna make fun of you. So right. you got to be able to make fun back and be and be okay with it and laugh yeah. at things." And God bless him. Like I say, <laughs> he, he keeps some of the prettiest women. I'm like, how the fuck did you? He's like, don't worry about that, Playboy. I'm good. <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Um, so look, we're going to switch topics a little bit. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up, um, and I've been on vacation for a little bit, so I'm just kept getting back into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping up with ju- uh, the hashtag Justice for Junior. Yes. 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 Let's yes. talk about that for a second. I was I landed last night late from Mexico, and I cut on the TV just to catch up on some news, and I saw the uh, the, uh, the defense attorney. I saw the attorney of the bodega owner mm-hmm. talking in defense of the bodega because obviously the bodega is now shut down. Uh, candles are all out there. I'm actually I don't live too far from there, so I wa- I, I, I I walked by and saw it. Um, but I'm wondering right now they're blaming the store owner, right? right. <laughs> and this is making me think of the blame game that we did on your mm-hmm. show, right? So this is like a spinoff of it. They are saying that you know we don't want this store open ever again. Like people were yelling on video at the store owner saying like, how did you let this happen? What, you know, what, I have a question. I I think I have my own opinions about it, but should we be blaming the store owner for what happened in that store that night? I think um, being in certain neighborhoods, you try not to get involved, especially like if people come in and out of your store and there's always a fight and you're like, come on, like you're messing up my business. Mm -hmm. Take that somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Um, I tried not to watch the videos. I didn't watch the really gruesome ones mm-hmm. because it's really sad. But um, in the video, <coughs> excuse me, in the video, it looked like there were two of the people who work in the in store. the store. Mm-hmm. One behind the counter <coughs> mm-hmm. and one standing outside of the counter. The one behind the counter, they were trying to figure out if he was waving this way or away. His hand looks like he was waving them in the store mm-hmm. when the boy came in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other guy... It was standing who was standing outside of the counter. Okay. Um, he was standing there, and he allowed them to come in. Now, if there's an issue, wouldn't you close the doors and lock them to avoid the if you don't want that traffic mm-hmm. in your store? Um, even after they left out of the store, mm-hmm. the kids left out of the store. They went outside of the door to watch. They didn't call the cops. <laughs> It was entertaining to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't lock the doors to stop it from coming back in. The boy came back in with his neck dripping. You see the blood on the floor, and they still didn't do anything. And that's, I think that's when the blame gets put on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in regards to not wanting that traffic in their store, no. Who wants that in their store? Why should I have to deal with that? Mm-hmm. But I do think they should have called the police or something yeah i heard i'm not sure if my facts are all all correct yet i'm still studying this just so i can follow it um and be a social justice advocate myself for for violent crimes like this i hate this type of stuff being a high school principal like these things happen in my neighborhood in newark all the time like my kids Mm -hmm. get robbed on the corner walking from school like gunpoint um and so it's it's really this hits home for me personally because i would like it 
it's like one of our kids, right? right. One of my, this could be one yeah. of my, literally one of my students, and this could be a different podcast episode. Um, I, I think they said they called the cops twice, and no one came. And at some point that they were telling the boy to like run to the hospital because the cops weren't coming, which could, I mean, this is New York City, and that happens. And right. like the co- it's, it's taking you this long to get here, um, which is something our justice system needs to change. But <laughs> what's your opinion, Ben? Well, like I, I just uh, I watched uh, a video of it today on my actually on my way here. Uh, my son he had a video of it. Now it shows the video shows the, the boy coming in and trying to climb over the counter, mm-hmm. and the, you know the store owner's pushing him out like mm-hmm. you know get out get out get out. But then when he's behind the counter and the guys come in, the store owner won't let them take him right away. Mm-hmm. You can see him yeah, on the I side saw. not not letting mm-hmm. them take him. So my thing is. People are not looking at it from their, like, everyone says what they'll do until you're in that situation. Mm -hmm. You could Mm -hmm. say, oh, I would do this or I would do that. And then when you're in that situation, you don't know what you'll do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he know if you're the store owner, you know these guys are gang members. Do you now want these gang members coming after you and your family and your livelihood? You have no idea what this kid did or didn't do. Yeah, Yeah, he might know he's a good kid. Everybody thinks their kid is a good kid, Mm -hmm. but you don't know all the time what your kid has going on. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't know any of these things. He's just looking out for his store and his family. So he's like, yo, like, all right, y'all guys take that wherever else, get it out of my business. Mm-hmm. Now, they said they, he said he called the cops uh, after the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't call it at the time because, again, you don't want to get involved because these is gang members. And, yeah, those members might not deal with you because they might get arrested, but what about the other one. The slew of other gang members that's still walking around mm-hmm. that now can cause your, your business to go out of business because they're always doing something. So a lot of people don't really want these problems with these gangs. And that's a whole another bigger issue is that we have all of these gangs mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of this stuff going on. <clears throat> so all these people yelling, oh, don't let them back in the store and don't open up the store. Own a store. Have this happen to you. And then, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that many heroes out there. Like, everyone right, right. in their head is a hero, and I would just jump to action and put my cape on yeah. until it's time for you to jump to action and put your cape on. Yeah. So I, I can't be mad at the man for taking the choice of action that he did, mm-hmm. but, you know, he does have to deal with the consequences of his actions of not doing, right. mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him for doing it the way he did it because yeah. I don't know what I would have did. Right. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to push these gang members out of my store or lock the door when I see them outside fighting because you're thinking they outside. They're not going to come in here. But who knows what they're going to do. Yeah. So I yeah. I just don't – if we can get rid of the gangs, you know, maybe that will stop some of this foolishness, you know. And then, then the, one of them going to say, oh, my bad. It was a mistaken identity. We didn't mean to kill your kid. My fault. We're sorry. Right. That shit doesn't do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you want to, you want to fix it. Disband your uh, your gang. gang. Yep. Get rid of your whole gang. Say, yep. all right, we're no longer a gang now because you guys are doing stupidness. And then you know we'll we'll take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's interesting. I'm. I. I don't know what's what's how is it gonna play out. Um, but I plan to watch. Uh, and see 
I don't. Yeah, you're right. But like, I don't think we can be even be in a position like we don't own the store. We have this natural instinct to fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. And like in a moment of high intensity stress like that, you don't know what you're gonna do. You can go into like cognitive tunneling and just like totally blank out and like not know, not do exactly. anything. You right. could like fight back and lose your life. Like mm-hmm. you know what? Who knows what this man should have done? Um, I think you bring a really good point of like eradicating gangs and us focusing on like the overarching issues that we face in America. Um, this is an isolated incident, but this has ha- this has happened before and happened so many mm-hmm. different places. And one of the things I saw in the news, I forget what, if it was the commissioner, was, I don't know who said it, but they said, you know what? Now we're gonna when we see situations like this, we're gonna find out everyone who's involved and find out all the members of the gang. And so now they have like eight people who um, are allegedly involved in this and hopefully going to find more. Uh, and, and I pray that, I mean, there's, I don't know what justice can be served like when you lose a child. Like I right. haven't lost a child yet. Um, or hopefully I'll never have to lose a child. Um, but that feeling, that mother, I saw her cry on television last night. And it just broke my heart. This poor kid. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> justice for, for Junior, guys. Justice for Junior. I want to go back to the topic of radio really quickly. There are a lot of people who are probably young and finding their their like identity right now. Do I like invest in my career and like work my way up the corporate ladder? Do I follow my passions? And of course, Walking Your Excellence is always about following your passion. What do you what advice do you have for somebody who's like at the crossroads and trying to figure out like do I step out on this leap of faith and on a limb and like do the podcast, do the the radio show, um, or do I just focus on like making my bread and getting some money, right? Because we know that this is not the most lucrative business yeah. at all. Unless somebody hears it and say, hey, I love this show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I say do both. Mm-hmm. I say do both. Why do you have to settle and be one thing when we're just in general, as humans, we're so many different things all together. Mm-hmm. So why do one? Why not just do both? Because right now, you can set up shop in your home. You can get your own little studio in your home, mm-hmm. single man or you and your man, mm-hmm. and do your own little podcast. Like I, one, a friend of mine, he asked me to do one with him. We're going to just sit in his living room, and this show is literally going to be called Two Old Guys Talking Sports. <laughs> I swear to you. That's cool. So we're going to just sit in his house and talk sports and do I a podcast. Like, so what? Like, everyone's doing it. Just do it. It's fun. Yeah. And you never know where it can take you. Mm-hmm. So you might say, oh, I'm going to do, I don't know, I'm going to be a cop. But then you have a podcast, too. And the podcast can help you mm-hmm. with whatever you're doing with your work. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe someone hears it, calls in, like, hey, you were talking about such, such. I know a little bit about that. Like, right. do both. Yeah. You know, don't, yeah. don't. Don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. I say never limit yourself. If you feel like you have the energy, and if you're young, you have the energy mm-hmm. to do both and to do more than one thing, do it. Yeah. You know, but try to tie it in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you got this going on and this going on and this going on, if you focus on too many things, you can't focus on anything. Nothing ever gets completed. So yes, yes. try to kind of tie them in together if you can. Nice. You know, that That's just me. Well, I think um, when you do a resume or you go to an interview, the first thing they think about is skills. What are mm-hmm. your skills? Mm-hmm. Do everything. Most of the time, some of the skills tie in together. Mm-hmm. I work in the social work field. I have to talk to people every day. Mm-hmm. That relates to radio because I have to talk <laughs> for two, three hours on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, I did everything. 
I thought I was going to be the first female in the NFL. I played football. <laughs> I played basketball. I did chess. I did dance. I did tap dance. Everything you can think of, I did. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. Oh. You know how to tap dance? I did. I tap oh, dance for a while. Oh, you know I got to see I don't this. know how to tap dance. I tap dance for a little while. Oh, <laughs> hell no. You got to show me this <laughs> when we leave. You got sneakers on? Yeah. Right, still, you got to show me this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a lawyer. It turned out I ended up doing social work. I'm still not done with that. I want to go into the school system. I want to have my own business. I don't want to stay stuck working for someone. Mm -hmm. I now love radio. I might end up doing that. Do whatever you want to do. I love to travel. I've been to different countries. What if I end up doing a job where I have to travel on my job? Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want. No one can stop you. No one can limit you. Most of the movies that you see with successful people, they were in the basement of their grandmother's house mm -hmm. or of their mom's house, like um, Ben said. I think it's important. That's that's what you want to do. You want to become successful. You have a dream to do something. It might change. It might not. Yeah. Do it. You never know who you will come across, who you will meet. We met you, and you have so much going on. And and, and now you came to our show, and we're on your show. Mm -hmm. um, you never it's networking. know. Networking, yeah. Just yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. Like Nike. Yeah, that's good. Y'all yeah. heard that word. That was a word, August. I love it. Thank you for that. That was really inspiring. Um, we are about to close out, but of course, like every guest I ask, tell us how you walk in your excellence. Ladies first. Like I said, um, each day I'm working to do something um, important. As you can see, I love children. Mm-hmm. I love children. I say that every kid loves me. Yeah. If I see a baby, any age, they love me. Um, so right now, I'm working towards, that was my goal in college, coming home from school and seeing the same dudes on the corner mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. I left there mm -hmm. and we went to junior high school and high school with. Um, so I was like, you know what? I might as well do a community center and then they could just come to the community center and the younger kids can see them there and settle on the corner. Nice. So that's what I'm work, working towards now. Mm -hmm. um, doing the show, I've met a lot of people that I've networked with. So I'm going to be in contact with those people. Maybe they can help me. I felt like I've been putting that on the back burner. And since um, the issue with Junior, mm -hmm. um, my cousin <clears throat> on June mm -hmm. 2nd, and two other children who were murdered in mm -hmm. the Bronx um, recently, I think um, I need to stop putting it on the back burner because things are happening mm -hmm. and I could have saved it. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. how I'm walking. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there. I need to get there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, man, for me, uh, just one word, uh, dedication. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you don't dedicate yourself to something and do the work, you'll never accomplish anything. So, you know, I am a Leo, heart and heart. I am a true procrastinator at times. Like, we all know it, that we're procrastinators. But you pick something, you dedicate yourself to something, and usually it, it, it comes through. Yeah. So I've dedicated myself to this sh this show that we right. have and making it the best show that's possible and doing whatever it takes to get it to the next level so every day i figure out a way that us as a group as a collective group can move forward and be this much better mm -hmm. so 
I'm dedicated to my craft now. So that's how I walk in my excellence every day is dedicate myself to something. And if you don't dedicate yourself to something, what are you going to end up with? Yeah. You know, so. Word. Word. That's awesome. Tell us where we can find you guys. <clears throat> All right. So uh, me, I'm Bowtie Ben on damn near everything. I don't do Snapchat, so you'll never catch me <laughs> on there. I, I just started Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> catching up with you guys. I just did Twitter. So I'm Bowtie underscore Ben on everything. That's where you can find me, Facebook, awesome. wherever, except for Snapchat. Awesome. <laughs> Well, you can find me at AugustStyles underscore on Instagram and on Facebook, AugustStyles. I don't have Twitter or Snapchat, no. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and don't forget, you can find our show, the Saturday Morning Wake Up Show on um, Instagram, Facebook. It's on everything. It's Sat Morning Wake Up on everything. So check us out. You can, uh, If you want to watch us live, go to www.com smwradio.com log in watch us live every saturday from 11 to 2 p.m catch bill's mania with his sports catch august styles just getting on my nerve uh catch me getting on everybody's yeah. nerve <laughs> just saying stuff i just shouldn't say kiki b and all the rest of the crew because i can go on for a minute i and know we gotta beauty close cave, on and don't forget the beauty cave comes on from one to two right after the saturday morning wake up show the ladies uh they're awesome i love their show i love I don't call in and bother them because I bother them enough already. <laughs> but I be I really be wanting to inter just interrupt their show, but I try my best not to. But check them out; definitely a dope show. Awesome, awesome. Well, friends, thank you for coming out and sharing this in this experience with me. I had such a great time. Uh, you guys gave me the pleasure of being on the show, and of course, I wanted to return the favor. Uh, Black excellence, doing it for the culture. Yes. Thank you. We yes. appreciate thank it, you man. This is definitely us. fun. <laughs> yes. It's fun being on the other side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was nervous actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to doing it. the question asking, right. man. Like, like you like, said. Well, I <laughs> being in control yeah. right oh man to my listeners to my subscribers to my friends my family everyone out there always define who you are follow your passion speak your truth be unapologetically you and always remember to walk in your excellence